Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets podcast. We're here at the United Broadcasting Network here in the beautiful city of Burbank. Um, we have lovely people here tonight. Um, some of the crews here, some of the crews not. You know how we have to rotate it. Um, well, I'll get this out of the way. Uh, Instagram, QTE Brat. <laughs> I hate doing this with a plug. Facebook, Between the Sheets, BetweenTheSheetsPodcast.com. And then we have a YouTube channel that you can hear all the past shows. So it is November 1st. Happy November 1st. I want to introduce everyone and then I want to talk about something that's been happening in the state of California, at least down here, I think. So we have... Roxanne, Kara, <laughs> Mara, oh my Hi. god, it's like Kara, Mara, Mara. <clears throat> we have Delicia, Delicia. Yeah. I just don't want to fuck it up, yeah, you and then we have our lovely, and then Tony at the boards, and we have our lovely, lovely, wonderful guest tonight, Tanya Lemons, Thank say you. hello. Hi, Tanya. Hello. <laughs> She's baked. Um, <laughs> Highly baked. And then we have just a wonderful person, a comedian who's been just uh, around the community a long time. Yes, she's gay. Um, but it's and old, apparently. No, not old. <laughs> I've been around a long time. We've all been, except for them. I think when we were around, those two weren't born. But other things, we're good. Um, <clears throat> Jenny McNulty. So let's Hello. welcome them to our round table. Hello. Um, I just want to start off before we get into why Jenny and Tanya are here and other things that Mm -hmm. are on the pike is California has been burning a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, anyone who's out there, you know, you have our I don't like to say prayers because it then takes a religious connotation. But, you know, we're sending you love and light and blessings, you know, seek out help. If people say evacuate, don't be, you know. It's only things, and I know things have memories, and things have, like, right in here, but your life, your pets, your children, really, that's more important. You can rebuild, and yeah, it's 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 hard, but, um, you know, you have our thoughts and prayers with you if you need anything. Um, I post it on my Facebook. If anybody needs a place to stay or anything, just email me on Facebook. Um, I've got space, and if you need me to take some animals, <clears throat> but I can't, so let me know. Um, but, you know, someone at this table was kind of marginally affected by the fire. Why don't you take it and tell, explain what happened today? So, hi, I'm Delisha. Last night as I was driving home, uh, the Maria fire broke out in Santa Paula, which is where I live, and it was on the South Mountain side, um, which is luckily on the other side of the freeway from where I'm at, but just about two miles from me, and the Thomas fire a few years ago started about two miles from me on the other side. So, um, unfortunately, they, they, they still, last I checked, was zero containment, and it's burned about 12,000 acres. And sad, <clears throat> sadly, it, it burned my, um, my ex-partner's 18-year-old home, and I kind of watched it from the side of the freeway today and just, just knew that the flames were engulfed in the, in, in the Deep End Ranch, and it's just like so many concerts and just memories, and it's just hard. It's not just four walls, you know? That's your home. And it's mm-hmm. it's hard, and and I too have a spare room. So if there's somebody in Santa Paula or Ventura that needs space, I have I have available. I mean, it's just weird the way it's just popping up. I mean, I was just driving down here and I saw a plume of smoke in the Burbank Glendale Hills. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I don't know if there's a real fire burning in the hills, but it could be just a house fire. But either way, it's just freaky. Scary. It's just really, is, really scary. Everywhere. For sure. Uh, it was actually a building fire because okay, I was on you. the five freeway driving and I, I thought it was in the hills. But it's so there's a building fire right off the five and then right behind it, it's a bigger fire. 
up in the hills. Did they say how yeah. your fire started yet? It's a brush fire. That's all they know. And then there's some idiot yesterday was flying a drone yeah. while the helicopters and planes were up there oh, trying dude. to put the fire out. And yeah. they had to land because this idiot was flying his drone. It's like his or her. I'm guessing it's a guy. But what? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> it could be a they or a them. Let's not. Let's let's be all he inclusive been, here. He might have been big. He might have been big. You're right. <laughs> Non-binary, John Gender, whatever. Why it could be anybody. No labels, people. Yeah, TMZ probably. Yeah. I mean, it's like, just think, oh, people, you know, like that fire could have been contained and now it's burned 12,000 acres because, you know, it's But just... I want to send a shout out and love to the firefighters because yeah, they're wonderful. Sure. So thank, thank you. Thank you guys. So I doubt any of you are listening here because you're busy. But <laughs> if you ever do, we really thank you. Thank you for everything. For sure. And today, as I was driving home, I saw six Los Angeles County fire trucks coming on the freeway to fight the fires in Santa Paula. So thank you, Los Angeles. Thank you, all of the counties that are outside of Ventura that, that come in to help, you know? Yes, definitely. You know, thank you. Prisoners actually work for the fire department. They don't get to be actual firemen, but they are put out, they often work in the uh, areas in the fields yeah mm. wow oh did they make yeah, license the CDC, plates the too California don't they but then when they yeah come they out do of prison, they don't get to be a fireman which is very unfair <laughs> that yeah. is unfair yeah definitely hey everybody so Ironic thank you if they were in for arson too <laughs> <laughs> that would be an issue so everybody um let's call in call in to us uh we're here all of us to ask questions 323-524-2599 323-524-2599. So without further ado, further, 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 further ado, um, that's the jersey in me. Um, I'm going to just start off with talking to Tanya. All right. Tanya is a uh, writer, yes. a promoter, a producer, a performer, and uh, does slam poetry and a million other sort of types of performance things. I try to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you are starting the Women Power Tour. Yes. Can you explain, if you can, um, <laughs> in 20 words or less, you know, um, how, or less, how yeah. did this idea come about? And then who's performing? I mean, just sort, sort of tell me how it all came together. Well, like, I, I was a teacher for 19 years, and I've always loved comedy, music, and performing. Like, drama queen. I even I, You do not look like a drama queen I in taught, any world, okay? I taught <laughs> drama, like, put on whole drama productions of kids. That's cool. And, like, what, I've what, always loved theater. I've always loved that aspect. Mm -hmm. But, like, bringing in comedy. I'm under 20 words, girl. Come on, help me. Oh, <laughs> I think you passed the limit already. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm playing. But uh, so like two years ago, I moved back. I decided to retire from teaching after 19 years and I started doing stand up and loved it. And then I'm like, oh, I want to do my own show. Like, I want to produce my own show. Like, and then I'm like, I need to add music and like do like Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I put on wigs and just show up as character and do sketch and then bring people on stage that have never even been on stage before. But I love the woman aspect of it. So, like, my in the last two years, my dreams have just been driven more to involve women on stage and empower women. Where can we find, where can we join you on stage? 
Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's, Let's join you on stage. I'm, I'm chopping yeah, at the bit. I want to go on stage. I've done like five shows. <laughs> okay, in two okay. years' time, I've done like five shows. Uh, Sean Wiggins is like my biggest inspiration. Like, she's been my star. And that's how I eventually met Jenny and all these other musicians. But like, Sean Wiggins is my big star, and we're going to have a show at Queen Bees. But our big show, mm-hmm. which I'm still working, it's an eight-hour, okay? I know you've booked entertainment. Yes, I have. Okay, so I've I've gone from, like, three hours to, like, an eight-hour show. Like, but that's February, so... February 1st. Yes, February 1st in Walnut Grove, San Marcos. And then the Queen Bee show, which is kind of like the precursor to it. That's well, one of the four-play shows, we just had a show at Gossip Grill. Very mm. successful. Oh, San Diego. Yeah. Yes. like that place. Every, yeah, I <laughs> like Gossip fun. Grill, too. <laughs> is San Marcos around that area? San Marcos is is uh, further north of, of San Diego. Okay. It's, it's North County, so it's closer to where we're at. Okay. And the Queen Bee Show is on January 18th, The Queen Bee Show is in North Park, so that's mm-hmm. closer to where Gossip Grill is. That's January 18th, so that's a, yeah, so that's one of the, I call it the foreplay show. Uh. <laughs> Does that mean because it's like leading up to the big finale, yes. which is that you when you come out? The the big finale I've got, at a Vox, which is like a... Oh, she's great. Uh uh, you know Ada. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she was like, on American Idol. Yeah, she was eighth on American Idol. Mm-hmm. And I've got Ronnie Lee. who um, We're going to play Ronnie Lee's music and Sean Wiggins' music. But all women performers. I got this amazing comedian over here. <coughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> and I got another San Diego comedian who's just hitting it off right now. Like she was madhouse comedy club yesterday hosting the whole event Very herself cool. like she's only in her 20s too like and she's like we need to hit up nikki glazer we need to hit up margaret cho and like she's like tell me been I'm, there I'm like okay well i'm, I'm hitting up gay ann <laughs> yes she is in a puritanical i'm like wait way. a minute in a hitting puritanical up in what sort of way, way. <laughs> uh, women power like it's yeah comedy and music and then i'm putting together a tour to take all these women to thailand that's wow. great wow, thailand. wow. In thailand. not out of vox but like a small group of women that are in the tour that's wonderful so jenny yes you have had a career i am a little longer well, oh you're a long time i've been long doing comedy time. for over 30 years now and I, you were born not in, in california no i grew up in detroit and oh, um voice. started doing comedy. i know no, sorry i've got a cold you guys um uh, you know, I sound like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I grew up in Detroit. I started doing comedy in Detroit, went on the road, and did a bunch of shows everywhere. Um, then I came out here to California and uh, just kept doing it and kept doing it. Um, I came out of the closet in 1999, and when I did that, it sort of shifted where I moved my comedy because I went from regular comedy clubs where everybody performs to kind of doing more, doing more gay events and doing things like of that nature. Why? Also, why? 
I mean, did that make a difference? Um, yeah, I got. Wow, I could make in one day what I made in a whole week at a comedy club. Oh, okay. Well, that's, <laughs> nice. that's that a works. reason. That's a really good reason. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also it was just a different. It, there were like you know I did the Olivia trips and those kind of things where you're you're just kind of in a different environment. I do pride shows and I still re- do the regular comedy shows and do regular clubs. I, I can you know I don't have to do gay material and, and I, actually I do though every time I perform. The only time I haven't done gay material since I've come out is uh, when I did the military tours because mm. they asked us to not be political. They asked us not to be confrontational. So they said just, you know, they just wanted someone to take their mind off of where they were. So if I were on stage and they said something like, hey, when I'm like, you know, like suggest, sexually suggestive, I'd be like, hey, you got a sister? And I wore <laughs> That's funny. rainbow everything while I was there. So I think they knew, at least the soldiers that needed to know knew. <laughs> um, did you all buy comedial? I buy comedian. Buy comedian is good. In, in that you can buy my performance. <laughs> any venue, I'll be there. But what was your what was your big first like your breakthrough? Uh, it hasn't come yet. Um, uh, hey, me, me. Yeah, there you go. There, sorry, that would have been it, Tanya. He's getting you hooked up with the uh, with the Women Power Tour. Uh, I've done. A, I've had a lot of really big things that that have happened. I got to be on Logo Television. That really helped. Um, I was just in a feature film with uh, Sonia. I was in uh, oh, Freelancers nice. Anonymous. Nice. And uh, so, you know, I'm just slowly kind of kicking things around. You just gotta, you know, hang in there and keep doing it. But um, yeah, so I've done quite a bit. I, I also did a, a walking podcast. I'm trying to bring that back again because I have a degree in exercise science, and I played women's professional tackle football for 15 years when nice. I got out here. Wow. I love sports. I always have. And so for me. Um, I would go to a town and find a place to walk. And so I would walk around and learn about the town and then joke about it later on stage that night. So I came up with an idea for a show where I would, inter- like an interview, instead we're just sitting down talking, we would go take a walk somewhere and nice. encourage the viewer to download, walk along with us, trying to get people oh. up Oh, and that's moving. really cool. That's because great. people need to get moving, moving. to get their heads clear. More for this. I mean, mm-hmm. I, obviously the physical things happen too, but it really clears your head. So. Yeah, I mean, especially now. And we, we, we've had many, many discussions about clearing heads but we don't put it that way but we are so wrapped up in this Mm -hmm. that we really we can't really enjoy life Mm -hmm. we go through it but we're not really enjoying it and and like you know meditation i mean certain people meditate certain ways Mm -hmm. i don't i'm add i can't do that it's hard for me too yeah so what i do is i wake up really early like at five o'clock in the morning I have my coffee, feed the cats, because yes, I'm that crazy cat lady, (laughs) lesbian, of course. Um, And I sit at my front porch, and I live in the mountains, and it's dark but now, and you just just sort of watch nature come to life. Now, it's not saying that this isn't going, but you're you're watching this, and that's distracting at least me Mm -hmm. from having that rat yeah. race going on in my head. And what I found too when I would interview people, they would almost always say, God, this was so much easier because it's weird when you're sitting down being grilled in an interview versus it just feels really natural. You're just walking with a friend and, and, and the conversation flows more naturally and it's, you know, it's, it's a good way to... No, I love that idea. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Everyone, yeah, don't can. forget to call in 323-524-2599. I don't know if Tanya will be up for questions, but Jenny and the rest <laughs> of us are... Um, she is. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just like to play with her. <laughs> she grows too. You can play with me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I sense that's already kind of happening. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't even uh, go there. I'm kidding. I am a professional. I feel such an odd girl out here. Okay. You're an honorary no, lesbian. No, no. You're an honorary. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. you're an honorary yeah. lesbian. Yeah. And you I'm 0.4% Jewish as well. Yeah. So okay. It's, well, it's there not, we go. It's not your fault you were born that way. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you're right. We accept you. I'm still trying. We'll accept you. We we are we are all accepting. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Whenever you're Can ready. Can I give like a two minute story about my coming out? Yes, like, please. I was in the closet for many many years. I knew at the time I was seven. Wow. You knew when you were seven. seven. Yeah. So did you come out at nine? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly not. In my in my book, I come out a little bit earlier. I start having sex earlier in my book. <laughs> my character started having sex with women a little earlier, but no, like only like four years ago. Wow! Oh, wow! What? Four years ago? Four years Forty-seven. That's interesting. Wait, what? I, that, that, what did she say? Why she came out why, four years though? ago? I know. Did you, I exuded. What did you look right? like four years you ago? You totally do. No. What did I mean, you look like? <laughs> <laughs> you what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look on Facebook. She no, 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 different. because you're a teacher. I mean, you were a teacher, right? Yeah. So did you? I wish someone would have told me a long time ago, like, go out of the closet, get your ass. But were you with guys? Yes. Did you have? Okay, you're gonna say it. But I've done did stand. Hair? I've, done, <laughs> I've done the whole stand-up routine about guys trying. But now I'm really interested. You were going to tell us a story about yes, you coming go out. On. So. Yeah, you're coming out story. Focus, focus, focus. That wasn't helpful. <laughs> you wanted, you wanted two Whoops. minutes to tell us She's that. like, shit, what uh, was I saying? No, I was, no, was going to tell you that I knew be, because of religion. I grew up in a very religious Mormon family. You're wow. Mormon? You but were I, more I, more? I wanted to give a shout out to my family that my brother just passed. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. And I hopefully they're watching. <laughs> like I want to give a shout out to them. I love them. They, they've all accepted me since I've come out four That's years ago. Great. Bravo. That's great. That's great. Good. So are you still a Mormon as I, well? I've never been a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> but there's Yay. pictures. There's pictures of me in front of the Mormon church with like the whole outfit. And there was one time that they refused to let me in the sanctuary because I wore jeans. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. I sat outside the sanctuary. Good job. I would wear jeans wow. too. It's, it's like cold. a whole chapter in my book. I'm glad They're your family accepts you. Yeah, me too. Because that's, that's unusual, sure. right? Well, I still get shit. Yes, yeah, of course. It is I, I think you have to judge each Mormon family different because my neighbors are Mormons and they are the most wonderful, loving people and they know that I'm a lesbian and they totally accept mm. me and they actually go out of their way to like buy me emergency food kits and Not stuff. Not another so. lesbian. How are you here? <laughs> <laughs> But You'll be converted right. one day, Cara. <laughs> Just Maybe, letting you know. They could be trying to make you a wife. This is the plan. You haven't figured it out yet? <laughs> so let's hear about we'll that, story. Over to the other side. <laughs> that story of yours. I, I, what story? It's shake and bake okay, here. So it's not, it's not so I'd like to look at everybody's bake. fingers because apparently oh, you can look at people's fingers and tell if they're gay. If but I know I'm gay. Like Sex with women blows my head off. I don't even have to take my clothes off. I'm gay, but look, look at your fingers. If you fall gay, and I, but I'm a pillow queen, and but I'm very careful when I have to reciprocate. You would have to be with those claws. Your fingers. If you find your fingers inside a woman, you are gay. You know what I mean? That's the first sign you're gay. It could just be that she is, and you happen to be there for that one time. That's true. And then it's like the whole I'm not gay, but my girlfriend is. Right, 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 right. Exactly. 
they're gay for one night. Right? Oh, there are those. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, converting Never is just fun. one night with me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Look, it doesn't take that much to convert someone, really. It, yeah, it doesn't with me. It just takes <laughs> Kate Manning. <laughs> I know you like her. We yeah. already know you, you like her. It's all because women are report. amazing and we're attract. Women are attracted to what they see in themselves. The That's attractive so qualities. interesting that you say that. Well, I just Do you read mean- it in a book. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was it your book? It was a fiction book. <laughs> Called Daughters of a Coral Dawn. Do, like, do oh, you I mean women <laughs> are attracted to physically what they see in themselves or under all like of emotion? It. All of it. That's women interesting. Women are more attracted to what they see in themselves, like the good qualities that they see in themselves. That is such an interesting. Hmm. And what book is that that you said you? Daughters f- of a Coral Dawn. Like I, I gotta get the actual wording down, but mm-hmm. it's that's. I like it's that. It's true. I think. What if you're always attracted to assholes, though? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Obviously, yeah. you're not attracted <laughs> to the qualities. <laughs> Good qualities that you see in yourself. What okay. if you're only attracted to the crazy girls? <laughs> that means you're crazy. That's another uh, book. Because you know the good in sex. look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Good in sex. Good in bed. Exactly. <laughs> we will That's move a compliment on from this. Uh, just Sagittarius alone. I love Sagittarius. I love the Sagittarius. I love fire signs. I remember thinking like a whole new species was there when I like I looked at women completely differently. Once I let my mind go there, mm-hmm. it was like, oh wow, women are just so much more vibrant. Sorry, <laughs> so much more. He's gay. He's gay. He doesn't care. She's still a guy. I remembered that too. The the day after I first slept with someone, a mm-hmm. woman, I walked around the gym and I was like looking at all these women, like I know what's under there, and like you think I would, <laughs> <laughs> but you think I would anyway. Right, but it's like haven't different. you ever used a mirror, Mara? It's, it's different, though. It's different on those other women. Like, no, the thing is, before I'm with you though. Before you used to yeah. look at women, and I never really like. I just used to look at this. I was very superficial. It was always this, mm. and then once I came out as gay, then I would like stare and go. What her tits look like under uh-huh. there. <laughs> that is less superficial now. You it is. Yes. I've actually moved down the whole party. Thinking about tits, yes. you have the best tits well, of the I night. Look at them. Oh, 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 oh my god! Real. All real. Hundred percent real, baby. Some Botox up here, but all real down here. Nice. <laughs> and I don't care if everyone knows I use Botox. I don't give a fuck. The first um, time I slept with a woman, I. I, I it freaked me out because I never thought I would do it again. It totally grossed me out to the yeah. point really? where I just like ran away. Hmm. But then you wow. no had a change of heart then? I guess. Or uh, well, I was 12, so I don't know. Oh. Okay, 12 is young. You slept with 12? Excuse me. It was actually like a cousin of my neighbor who was 16 and was here from Chicago and kind of like seduced me. Oh, like, that's kind of cool. Like, How old oh, you just were hey, You ever seen 16. this or you ever seen that? Like 16. showing me all the magazines and stuff? Dude, that's sweet. And then she was like, well, no one's ever went down on me. And I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I was really eager, you know? And then I did. Nice. And I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> I was never a, hi, I'll go down on you first kind of gal. Oh, like, why? Never, did never. she squirt? Oh, I didn't get that far. I was like, she was oh, I gotta go. So crazy. I was like, I gotta go. Gross, man. For the record, I've always been, I'll go down on you, girl. I, and I've never, I've always been, go down on me first, and then let's see. And then let's, but see. I mean, I, let's see. I mean, I always did. It just took me a while. But now, 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 now it's not a problem whatsoever. <laughs> but it shouldn't be at 55, you know, I mean, 56 almost. 
But let's get back yeah, to let's, let's get back on point. Yes. <laughs> point. <laughs> point. You're in trouble, Mara. Well, am I well it's that? Mara. Yeah, Mara is a bit I'm, much tonight. Wait, wait. Am I blocking you? No. Okay. So. <laughs> So you also, I mean, you've traveled the world, mm -hmm. right? Yes, um, you have a show that I, I know, I was just actually telling Mara, we've got to get the girls together and go down to Ventura because oh, yeah. you do a show down there. Why don't you tell us how that I, came about, how long you've done it, what's going <coughs> on? Me. I uh, run the longest running monthly show they do there. We started right when this club opened, the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Uh, Randy, who I've known for years on the comedy circuit, the guy that one of the guys that own it, contacted me and said he wanted to do a, like a rainbow gay night. Would I be interested? Did I know anyone? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <coughs> so we've been doing that. So it's um, it's really fun because it's I get I bring up a bunch of comedians and then usually we do the comics will all do improv afterwards. We have a special show coming up November 14th. It's always the second Thursday of every month. This November 14th is Suzanne Westenhofer, so this is just oh, going to be, awesome. oh, yeah. we're not going to be doing improv, <coughs> excuse me, improv, we're just going to let Suzanne shine, so it'll be a really fun show. Which is really cool, because um, Andrea Myerson from Women on a Roll, <laughs> mm -hmm. I reached out to her to have her come on the show at some point as a guest, mm -hmm. and she said, of course, and she said, do you want Suzanne? I'm like, yeah, but I don't know her. Hold on, I'm having breakfast with her. Yeah. And then Suzanne's like, oh, sure, I'll come on. So yeah, I would love, I, I want to come. I mean, I didn't know Suzanne was on there, but I, I think yeah. we'll all go. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And then also. You said that was November 14th? November 14th. November 14th. So it's so, inventory, so you have to leave on the 12th of November. Correct. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, correct. But it's really not that far. I used to go back and forth. I mean, I, got back, I love Ventura. I've always loved Ventura since I was working with a woman in 2009, and she lived down in Ventura. And I made the trip and made the trip, and it's actually a beautiful trip. Not now because things are closed it's and stuff. It's a fantastic but place to live, I have to say. I, I mean, would love to live down there. I thought we're sort of near Ventura right now. No. Well, it's only an hour and 15. It takes me an hour to get home. About an hour and 15. An hour from here? Yeah. Like Magic Mountain. Holy cow, like, I didn't think it was it that long. It took me an like hour and 15 to get here from Culver City. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the traffic, you know, it took me an hour and a half from OC. It took me an hour and 15 minutes. It to took get me five three hours from, from North LA County. LA. Remember that scene in Clueless where the father's like, it's 20 minutes from to get anywhere from the valley, anywhere. Yes. Yeah, 20 minutes. Not and, anymore. It's 1954. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it used to be. It used to be. So I also know, because I'll see you tomorrow again, um, right. Windsor presents. It's a function that they do occasionally, Windsor right? Windsor presents. Uh, Eve Reynolds puts these great comedy, they're like not comedy shows, they're, they're usually music shows. Um, and then I host them do a little bit of comedy in between. Actually, Jackie Loeb, I don't know if you know, yeah, she's an Australian Jackie. comedian. So she came and performed there. Um, we had Jill Sobule there a couple, a couple months ago. I kissed a girl. Yes. And um, they're really fun. And they benefit each time we do them. They're a benefit for something. They're, it's, it's, she's got a beautiful home. She's a, a wonderful architect. And it's in fact, it's in a, um, a nature preserve, like where her, where her uh, house is in Silver Lake. It's a beautiful, beautiful setting. And she's built this whole great big deck, mm. so there's bands, and it's just really, really come from nice. two to really fun, from two to five. Yeah, tomorrow, um, November second, you can go on Facebook. It's Windsor Presents. Windsor Plaza Presents. Windsor isn't Plaza it? Presents. Anyway. Sorry, um, more to say is performing Tammy Hall, and of course our very hour. I've already now like I like that. our very Yay. own. <laughs> I'm part of the family you sort now. Of fit in. I'm between the sheets. You're between yeah. the there you sheets. go. Between Jenny the sheets is a good place to be. And it's going to benefit this time Girls on the Run Inc. And then I've got one more shameless promo because we are the 
We are the media sponsors for this event. It's the Barn Ball, and that's Sunday in Santa Monica. Again, go online, the Barn Ball. Um, from seven, six, six to ten, I think. Sarah Brash, she put this whole thing together. Um, glitter, I think Glitter Dome, I think is the band that's playing, but it's amazing. Tickets are still available, I think, for both. Yes, you can go online. Yeah. You know, we'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there Sunday. But you know, support your community. I mean, support a your community. That's number one, at least for me. But then the Barn Ball is a fundraiser to help. Um, farm animals. So, I mean, you know, we just really need to have a voice. I think we, a lot of people are armchair people that they critics and they, why do we do this and why do we do that? Actually do something. I mean, last Sunday, most of us, well, we um, were at the Outfest um, Legacy. Legacy Awards. Yeah. So, you know, go out in your community. You don't have to be gay and do it. Just, you know, just if you're straight, go out in your straight community, do something. There's a friend of mine that the is animals collecting. don't care. No, there's a friend of mine that just started a grassroots organization online, <laughs> and she's collecting blankets and beddings for things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, find something local, and if you don't want to get with an organization, then find something wonderful to do in your community. It's always great to give back. I, I believe so, and it doesn't Definitely. always necessarily mean you have to give money. Right. True. Right. True, yeah. <clears throat> so, Mara, yes. I know you had some questions, and you were telling me on the right here some of the funny bits of uh, Jenny's show that you liked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one um, that one where she's like, yeah, you guys ever break up with your significant other? And, I'm, you know, I just happened to do that a while ago. And, yeah, she was leaving that moment when she's walking out the door, and you realize for the first time, damn, that was my CD player, <laughs> something like that, right? Is it, you you're like, can you come back? We can make this work. Yeah. <laughs> so my question to you is, um, growing up, how did you, uh, like, what, actually, describe your first moment on, on stage doing comedy. I'd uh -huh. love to hear about that. What I, was that um, like? I was <clears throat> working in a research lab at the University of Michigan. <laughs> And as, you know, wow. as most comedians do. Yes, <laughs> correct. Yeah, yes, that's so funny. And I was, you know, I had always wanted to be an entertainer. I was going to be a star. I wanted to do something like that. But I'd always played sports, and so theater and sports always ran at the same time. Mm. So I never was in theater. So then I just went to college like you do. And then my parents retired and moved to Florida, and I just got this job in the research thing because I didn't want to go to Florida. So then um, uh, I was, went back and actually I went back and got my master's in, in gym and <laughs> kinesiology. And I was working in this research lab, and I thought, you know, nobody's going to come in here and go, you there with that white rat. Let me take you to Hollywood and make you a star. So I thought, I have to do something about this. And I always thought I was funny. My friends always thought I was funny. And I was making people in this research lab laugh. Oh, okay. You know, you make your friends laugh. That's, that's one yeah, thing. that's tough. But I'm making these, like, brain doctors yeah. laugh, right? And I thought, maybe I'm funny. So I was talking to this one of the guys in there. And he's like, you're funny. You just need to do it. So I went and I watched, like, four open mic nights. And the people there, some of them were great. Some of them looked like they had lost a bet. And I'm like, <laughs> I know I could do at least that good. So I just tried it. And so I wrote down things because I used to I, – I worked in Ann Arbor at the University of Michigan, and I lived about 45 minutes away. So I would kind of essentially write jokes on the way there just to amuse myself. Mm -hmm. So I would I wrote down some things. I wrote down some jokes that I knew and that I thought of. And then – I signed up. I, I talked. The one open mic I went to, a dude I went to junior high school with was there. So I'm like, we went up and talked to him, and I'm like, how do you do this? And he goes, you sign up on Thursday, you call up on Monday, and find out whether or not you make the list for the open mic. Right. So I'm like, okay. So I did it, and after I watched about four of them, I did it, and I was so nervous. I could literally see my heart pounding. <laughs> I was just so scared, but I had a little uh, dating myself here, an, an audio recorder. Right? Uh -huh. So I. I taped the set and it went, fortunately, it went really, really well. And the guy called me, say, hey, you want to come back tomorrow night and do oh, it? And so nice. I, to this day, am still the queen of the free gig. That's me. <laughs> that's me. But um, 
So I, you know, I remember listening to that tape and just pop it into my car and I went, you know, I heard myself talking and then I heard the audience laugh and it was like every Steve Martin album I'd listen to and it was just such a, just such a thrill. Wow. I was hooked. Uh, you know? What wow. about Tanya? You said you were, um, hooked too. Uh, you got the bug. Well, she's hooked. Uh, hooked. Uh, hooked. No. Well, she's hooked. Yeah, I'm a comedian. Yeah, I, hooked I was a teacher for so long. I felt like I should have been a stripper. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would have been fun. Like, <laughs> That could still happen right now. That's how it kind of started. I didn't strip. At least not. I smoke pot and I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's laced. No, after 37 years, I ran into my fourth grade friend and I told her I was a teacher for 19 years. I decided not to teach anymore. I really wanted to get into stand up. And she said, well, I've been a stripper for 19 years. And I, I did a whole stand-up set. <laughs> I got Jenny to laugh on that. <laughs> I did a whole stand-up set comparing me being a teacher to a stripper. Didn't go off real well. I like it. I sounds it great. sounds interesting. You know, a lot of teachers are strippers at night. I'm just saying. I think maybe it didn't go off because it's a little bit confusing. You yeah. think? Well, I, would like to I didn't that. give the set just now. What, like, I just what was did you saying, teach but, when you talk? Uh, like Jackie Kumquat, that's that was her stripper name. Jackie Kumquat, stripper. Now, mm. if she was a drag queen, it would be Jackie Kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that one way better. <laughs> I know it's a fruit. That's so nasty. Kumquat. Kumquat. Yeah, so we Jackie are aware, Kumquat. Farmer John. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, what did you teach when you taught? I, I, taught, me, I taught sex ed, actually. You no, did no, not. Are you joking? Are you joking? I did. I, uh, I taught abstinence. No, I taught abstinence. Who wants oh that? My gosh. I showed them gnarly STDs, and I still have <laughs> oh, virgins no to this day, I swear. <laughs> wow. Wait, okay. They were high schoolers you were teaching? Yeah, high school and middle school. Oh, my God. How Mom and children. Wow. Did you do some comedy while you were teaching them? Like, Always. Just, I have to break the ice, you know? Yeah. yeah. I would start a dance session before lessons. <laughs> In class? <laughs> yeah. That's, That's cool. cool. <laughs> See, I was thinking when you said you taught I had sex nuns. ed, that never happened. I taught, I taught sports. I taught PE. And, oh, yeah. okay. So I would start I would start a dance lesson. Yeah. So you and were I the lesbian dance. gym teacher. Yes. 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 Well, yeah, we didn't I'm, know you were yeah. real, but you were not the I'm lesbian. not saving cats, but I was a gym teacher. But you so didn't even I, know yeah. that you were into, that you weren't out then. So I knew I was lesbian from the time I was seven. It was. Okay, what I happened at seven? I was not authentic. I did a little playing around with a little seven-year-old other girl. Uh-huh. And it didn't freak uh-huh. me out. Uh-huh. How did that go? It didn't so freak we played Truth or Dare and it freaked me out. I ran home and I, they kept saying like, I dare you to kiss me. I dare you to kiss me because apparently I, I was still a good do that kisser, now. but I was like, oh nice. my God. <laughs> And I went home and I was like, no, 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 Oh, and no, I was no. like 12, like uh, yes, my, yes, yes, yes. one of my aunts came out to the family when I was like 12, so this was like, Oh, what? that's helpful. 80 like early 80s i guess and like she got so slammed by the family like i was like oh that was right (laughs) around the encounter with the 16 year old no i had a seven year old I did not have. I was any. a sixteen-year-old. She, no, she was seven. I was and seven. Now we're like talking about pedophilia. No, 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 no. I was seven. She was seven. And the girl was sixteen. And the girl was seven. And the girl was seven. They're no, both but seven. you told us earlier that I you had me. That was a different story. Oh, never mind. That was yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I knew I was. 
I asked her how she knew she was gay. I look, I look back into my life. I started writing a book like five years ago about all of this. What's it called? Willow. Hmm. So Willow. how did you know that you were gay at seven? So it was a kind of like a hidden secret because I've had like these amazing relationships with women and I like struggled with it all my life. Hmm. That's, what was that aha moment for you when you knew that you were gay? She always knew the she was aha gay. aha moment was seven. She knew she was gay. She just never practiced. You got so I was so more authentic to too. myself. I actually gained so much weight too. Mm-hmm. Like people ask me, "Oh, why? How are you so skinny?" And you keep it like, like I'm more authentic to myself because I wasn't yeah. back then. Yeah. So when did you come out, Jenny? It was 1999. And my older sister is also gay, and mm-hmm. I had <clears throat> been just kind of like. Thinking about it, I'm like, God, you know, I just kind of let my mind go. I was journaling, and I said, if I live to be 99 and I don't have a relationship with a woman, would I regret that? And immediately I thought, yes, I would. Mm. And it, in allowing myself to think that, then I started, like, I watched some movies and saw some, you know, read Bound. some books. So, <laughs> I was one of them. Uh, like, Water for, Cho- Water for Chocolate. Hearts. That one was the first Broke one. Back Broke Back Mountain. But oh, wait. <laughs> I saw my sister. My sister at the time was living in Minneapolis, and I went to see her, and she's like, so are you seeing anybody? And I'm like, well, I actually wanted to talk to you about that. I, I kind of think I might be gay, but I just don't know about the fisting. Oh, fisting! <laughs> you don't have to do she that. Goes, right there. She goes, the what? <laughs> and I'm like, in every book, I, in whatever book of erotica I picked up, must have been about that. Because oh, in every okay. story I was reading this book, it would be going along great. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh my God, I don't know what book you were reading, yeah. but don't worry about it. Holy cow. And then she goes, thank God you said something to me first. I could just see you on your first date. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! That was surprised her. Oh. <laughs> well, that's how I came out, and and it was October 9th, So I just celebrated my twenty year career, y'all. Yeah, but well, you were uh-huh. in a long long term relationship, which is wonderful. Uh, my, yeah, uh, thirteen or fourteen years. That's now, awesome. Congratulations! Yes, thank you. Well, let's get back to the Women's Power Tour. Um, Sean Wiggins, who I used to hire. Hi, Sean. I know Sean. I know She's Sean great. too. Um, I used to hire Sean when I was the VP of Entertainment for Gay Pride and Long Beach Pride. Um, so sh- she's made the thing. She's made the rounds also in the LGBT. P Q L M N community plus sorry U W X them them it's all sort of like I'm them so we have a song I mean she's part of this and the headliner she's my star yep the headliner so we're gonna play a song from her called Don't Wake Me.
amazing Sean I love you your songs are so beautiful and your voice is so crystal clear and it's really soulful so I thank you for sharing this song with us and thank you Tanya for bringing her on the women power tour also there is another artist performing I don't know who she is and I know that's really rude but I'm honest so I'm gonna say it um Tanya will explain after the song but I'd like to just go back to back songs it's a, a woman right called Ronnie Lee Correct. And her song is called Cold Hearted. Cold Hearted nice. Lover. Lover, sorry. Oh. to be cruel with you it just comes easy with high heel kicks and dirty cheap tricks yeah i think it just too sleazy you're hanging around that hot side of town vibes must be freezing i need a lot of love need the money still i need the part that's leaving
that was Ronnie Lee. Very cool. It's kind of like punkish, rockish, Joan Jettish, and it's like very funny because today I posted me and picture of me and Joan on my Facebook, and I'm wearing a. Joan Jett and the Black Hearts t-shirt today. Beautiful. So, yo. Nice choice. So explain <laughs> to me. Women who rock. Women who rock. Tell me who is Ronnie Lee. Ronnie Lee's been jamming for a long time in San Diego, bringing many people to the stage. She fucking riffs on a guitar. Oh, sorry. No, you can say it. Oh, okay. She riffs radio. on a guitar. <laughs> sorry, like said the F word. Uh, she riffs on a guitar like nobody's business, like, and she she's jammed with like Joe Satriani and Stephen Vai, and like just yeah. So she shared the stage with a lot of people. She's gone solo, had several bands. I've booked her with her all girls band, Ronnie Lee and the Sirens of Rock. And then you mostly do stuff in San Diego, right? Yes. I'm creating buzz in San Diego, and we're taking off to Thailand. Wow, San Diego and Thailand. Yeah. That's like a perfect marriage. I, I just <laughs> I can see that right now. But the thing is, um, you, uh, you know, when I started off the show, producer, performer, writer, slam poetry artist, um, I'm going to let you <laughs> give one of our slam, your slam poetry uh, things. Well, How did your, you... your your podcast show inspired me to write this, but like I, uh, this I have been the empathy inspired, show. Yes, I've been inspired to write something about energy and people's energy in general, and like I wrote this based that morning after your podcast. I think it was like Saturday morning because mm-hmm. it was Friday night podcast. But I listened to it all. Loved. I love all of you guys. Thank it's you. Awesome. Thank you. Like, actually, <laughs> meet you. And gay and too like but, <laughs> like, oh and gay fine but but yeah so I contacted you but I also wrote this before and then I'm like I wrote a slam and then I even sent it to Sean hopefully that she would write a song about Sean do you it, hear that that's a subtle yeah. hint okay yeah. I can't. Yeah. Well, maybe Ronnie can do one if Sean yeah. won't. She and that's what Sean said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe one of your other rock stars can do it. <laughs> but okay, so you want me to read it? I do. Yeah. Slam, slam it, it but baby. But I want you slam to perform it. it whatever yes. this slam thing is, do it. Okay, hopefully I won't screw it up. It's all about her energy. She has the best energy that creates explosive synergy because she's an empath, an empath. That's right, an empath. It's all about her energy. She has this exciting energy that creates astronomical synergy because she's an empath, an empath. She takes on everyone's wrath, eventually just needing a bath because she's an empath, an empath. It's all about her energy. Sometimes it can lead to great tragedy because she's an empath. Respect her energy for the synergy. You can feel her in a room. You can feel her in a stare. You can feel her in a voice. And her touch is felt everywhere. It's all about her energy that creates this explosive synergy because she's an empath. Don't mess with this energy. She must protect this energy. She must guard this energy or she will take a lick and wind up sick. It's all about her energy she draws you in with this energy this electricity this authenticity this antiquity this audacity this intricity this flavor you will be addicted you won't be able to get enough for the empath this could be rough it's all about her energy 
Very good. That's awesome. Love it. Yes. Yeah, right? Definitely. Beatnik. Beatnik. Well, that's, but that, that's, that's not, well, hold on, I'm trying to think. It's performance poetry. It's one of the things I've done. I, I love, I've gone up and done the blowjob poem. I have a poem about a blowjob. You, but like, is it very long? <laughs> the straight woman in the house would like to hear the blowjob one. Apparently Are you talking she about does. the poems? Yes. Yeah, she wants the blowjob. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you go up and, and you read it so fast, you don't even know it's about a, a blowjob unless you're really listening. Well, the title okay. kind of gives it away. <laughs> yeah, because we're that intellectual. Everyone call us, 323-524-2599. You can attempt to ask a question to Tanya. Um, yeah. But Jenny is alert as a... <laughs> yeah, I'm baked. You're not half-baked, honey. You're full-baked. Full-baked. <laughs> so, you know, going back to relationships, Jenny, yes. mm -hmm. you've had one for a while. Um, I most, a I think all of us are single at this table, except for you and Tony. Um, Forever And single. so, I mean, what do you think, you've been around for a while in this relationship, what do you think the key is? I'm gone a lot. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I That's noticed awesome. that some of the best it, relationships. One of my friends, she's true. so happy with her husband, uh -huh. but she travels a lot right. and i'm thinking maybe that's the key to a relationship because well, i'm it, single and i'm proud of it it really uh, keeps it new i think because you know i i was in a relationship where my ex was gone all the time as well but it really like you come back together and you have something to talk about mm -hmm. you know you're not like always on top of each other's crap I know. all the time the, weir know? the weird thing is i used to go to provincetown for the entire summer and that would be mm -hmm. weird because for two months i'd be gone oh and wow so you know, she would come on wow. and visit, but still, for two months, we both got into our own single grooves again. And then it was like, I came back home, and it was like she had to let me in, and I had to fit in. It was just, it was, it was a weird little adjustment time. But for it kind of makes it exciting all over yeah. again, though, right? Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's cool. Well, it does. I mean, I'm sort of like that person that when I'm with a partner. I kind of want to eat, live, breathe them. Mm -hmm. It's called codependency. Um, <laughs> no, thank you. No, when I was younger, no, 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 no. when good. I was younger, when I was younger, eating them right. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, but as I get older, because I was in an eighteen-year relationship, and that was a while. And then, but I think you're right because I used to travel a lot with my day mm -hmm. job. She did not. And so it was like I went and had my freedom for a while. I mean, not that I cheated or anything, but I mean, yeah. you go and you do your thing. And then it is that reconnection. And then suddenly we stopped doing movies of the week, which meant I was more in town. And then you just kind of, you find your groove, but then it start, you start to pick on each other. It starts to get to be like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How come I didn't notice that? Oh, I wasn't here. You know, and it's like, and then, you know, and then it's not like we fell out of love. We loved each other. But when we actually were doing that day-to-day -day coming home like normal people do, it's like, yeah, you know, this is, I'm not liking this. And it's not yeah. her. Right. I didn't like it. So I would then, then I created like, I have to, I have to be that VP of entertainment gay pride. I have to manage Berlin. I have to, ma I started then becoming so overwhelmed with projects that that ultimately is really how it separated hmm. because I was just too, I overextended myself and I left nothing for her. Yeah. And that was kind of sad, but you know we're still we're still really good friends. I'm friends with all my exes except yeah. the first one, but that's a long story. Um, <laughs> but you know, but you know, it's it. But but when you are a codependent, or, or you, 
you have to unlearn those skills. So even now when I'm dating or I start to date, I fall back into the patterns of we have to talk every day. See, codependence um, is so interesting to me. That's so polar opposite of what I am. I always am interested in, like, why, how, how I, I don't get it. Like, for me, I want that separation, and I want that. But there's also that trust there that you know that you trust the other person implicitly. So you have no, like, worry when they're out. But I just don't. I talk a little but bit more about, But when you find like, the right person. Like when I find the right person or we find each other, because it's not like I'm on a mission. It's like you, you're mine. Um, it, has to, it has to be together. Um, you know, everything about them inspires me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're lo- I'm in Hollywood, so of course it's always the looks first. Sorry, shallow. Um, but it's the looks first and the body. But then, it, then it's like it's those heart-to-heart conversations, you know, to start to break down the barriers and break down the walls and the vulnerabilities and and then to the first time you sleep together i mean it depends the first time you sleep together it could just be like you know fire rockets let's just fucking get it over with because you know let's just get this over with um or and but then even if it is that one time bam then each time after you begin to explore each other and it becomes less about this for me less about did I make her come? Did she make me come? Was it five times? Did she squirt? Um, it's less about that. For me, it then becomes more Sorry, about Aunt Becky. <laughs> we get it done. You know, you do it and you do it slowly. You do it gently. You start to explore. You start to find out what they like. But the most, what I love most importantly after sex is then just lying in bed holding each other and talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, go away. I just want my bed. Seriously? Yeah, oh, like if no. you're a booty call, leave. <laughs> I gotta no, go. See, I'm with you on that <laughs> But one, that's yeah, a yeah. booty call. I'm talking about in a relationship. Right. I'm not codependent with a booty call, but I don't do <laughs> booty calls as you guys are fully aware. You will one day. I One day I will. Um, Maybe that's what you okay. why, why is it that there's more single people in this room than not? Because Because we enjoy our lives. Time? Yeah, oh, yeah I, well, I need it. I mean, I'm so I mean, used I, to it. I like alone time. Okay, uh, I'm gonna answer I, that for you. I cherish you. it. I love being single because I live such a peaceful life. Yeah, and I just really focus on law of attraction and happiness. So if I go to meet someone to date them, I don't want them. That's perfect. I wanted to be just like Bob Marley. Like, <laughs> it, it oh, yes. And how gonna be all right. shocking is it that her ringtone is that. Bob Marley? Just, I mean, that was the guy calling his Bob. But like, oh, that's how happy that I want it to be. Like, I just want to just be happy and feel good and have a good time. And until I feel, find that person, forget it. By the way, my phone was turned off until you had me read my post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's my fault. Yeah. Okay. So you want to don't worry but, you know, what you were saying, about I don't see a thing. Exactly. <laughs> when I see it as a loving relationship, what I see as codependency is you, you had said, I want to spend every minute with that person. Well, I and that's be obsessive. Like, but I mean, it's like if I'm working, you know, I want to come home and be with them. Oh, me too. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I want to be with them. Um, you know, if we go out, we go out as couples. I, although I have to be honest, I mean, I was that was starting to stifle me too, because it was kind of like, oh, we have to always go out together. But yeah. then there's um, you know, the other <laughs> side of it where you're never with your partner. What part about having the girlfriend did you like? <laughs> I was like, my mother said to me, I've, I haven't, I've only like been with seven. I mean, I've literally been slept with whatever seven women, and that's not bad. That's that's nothing for fifty five, because. Um, 
No. It's pathetic. I know it is pathetic. I'm going to I'm going to make up for lost time. You You'll need say, more. Honey, I, I'll make more. up for lost time. I'll make up for lost time. Except booty calls, okay? I, I'll less make up for that. Like, that makes fucks. me feel bad. Make sure you get an STD <laughs> list. Oh no, yeah. STD, uh, STD laminated STD, STD card. card. Yes, Do not sleep with anyone without it. I think uh, it's not the quantity of people that you sleep with; it's the quality. But the thing is, I could I be mean, both. But I met these people, and it wasn't like lesbian U-Haul. I mean, we got to know each other. I mean, I didn't sleep obviously. Obviously, you know me. I didn't sleep with them right away. So I wanted to make sure that they just didn't want to fucking leave. And I really, and then we started talking. You have the one-on-one times you hang out. And then it's like, okay, do you want to kind of date and be exclusive? That word exclusive. Mm. And then they said yes. And then we did. And then months and months and months went. And then we moved in together. But, you know, and but then, you know, God, I guess I get bored sometimes. Um, I but guess it does get boring well, and you do need. But space. that's why it's not the right person, because maybe I'm a little like stupid fantasy thing. I think the right person you never get bored. of. I agree. Seriously, like if you're with know. someone for like 20 years, there's you never get bored with them at any it's moment. Not that you don't I have momentary all... boredom, but it's not that you don't you're not constantly bored with a relationship every once in a while you're gonna they're gonna bug the crap out of you and you're gonna bug well i suppose well not I you i mean bother you? her a I little i don't know Jenny. how but perhaps i have a, a habit or two that annoys her but you know you just like for us we are both freaks about sports like sunday mornings we've got two tvs that's cool and then and then like both games she's got her new york giants on one i got my detroit lions on the other whoever is the better record gets the bigger television ah, okay uh, it's like that's i mean fair. that's so for us we find those things that you know for uh, like sports and things for us because it really is you know it's it's like i uh, see you know the commonalities yeah will keep you together and you just gotta not you know everybody's got stuff right you just gotta find whose stuff you can deal with because isn't nobody you know is gonna be perfect uh, i was just us. having this right. conversation yeah. on the way over here actually with with someone and and it's really about like okay i have differences and you have differences and i don't uh, you know it's like long beach is is you know the other person's scene. LA is my scene. So how do we make that work? That doesn't. It doesn't. It just doesn't. <laughs> that is too freaking far. I'm sorry. I'm and teasing. I'm just teasing. And it's like, well, you know, that's why they invented Friends. You go hang out with your friends in Long Beach. Cause I'm hanging that's out with mine in LA. <laughs> you know, and then we could find a way to make it work. There you go. You're back with that woman. What? What? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Oh my God. I no. just, I just no. find it hard to believe that I will ever find that someone because it's just never happened and I'm going to be 45. Just because it hasn't happened Excuse doesn't me, mean I'm it won't. I'm 55. I'm, I'm starting out again. I have hope. Yeah. I have hope. No matter what, I have hope. I but, it, but you know what? These aren't only gay women problems. No. These are straight These women are problems. problems. Right, right, people problems. One doesn't want to jump in. That's what codependence is about. Jumping in when you when you get that first glow and then choosing that person, wanting Latching them to be on. yours and then giving them more and more because mm-hmm. it's good to give it's fun to give and then you find you're giving too much, too much. of yourself yeah. and you lose yourself right mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why i like to be single all the time why i'm pretty much always single because i just i see people get really caught up in their significant other and mm-hmm. their identity sort of seems to merge into them and you know they become one and i just don't like that's that. so yucky though i think you shouldn't ever become well one. i just mean it's like they, person, it's like they you know? see oh, but a lot really of people don't know how people. i know that's <laughs> and a then they like one if person they like likes dominating the other one i mean we're gonna sit here and go oh that sucks they, i just know i'm just saying it's very healthy to become one with your partner it's not but maybe you have two but you know what but maybe you have two unhealthy 
healthy, damaged people. Oh, for and sure. And then together, maybe they have one whole damaged person. Undamaged really person. <laughs> damaged person. Purely damaged person. You complete me into a damaged <laughs> individual. <laughs> I'm, I'm toxic beyond all pleasure with you. One of the biggest issues in relationships is trust. Right. I mean, yes. I think trust. For sure. Um, and you only get to trust someone if you get to know them. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, like, one on, for me, I love going out. When I'm with my partner, I'm very social. I love to go out. I'll go wherever. I'm usually the social butterfly. They're usually, like, standing there talking to a few people. And I've worked the room, got business cards, and done all that. But it's the time that you need to spend together. One-on-one is really important. It's not like you're isolating each other. It's not like, oh, don't I don't want to go out and hang out with anybody. It's I want I want to get to know yes, you. Yes, of course, exactly. Yeah. You know, don't tell me you don't know me. Well, if we aren't spending quality time together and all we are is at parties or functions, how do you get to know someone? Right. right. And just because mm-hmm. you're dating someone doesn't mean every time you see them you have to jump in bed and fuck them. You go and to their Facebook page. But that really helps. <laughs> but I think too you can't. Assume that was the F you word, know by the someone. Way. Like if 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 for the two years you see somebody, nothing happens. Nothing significant happens. No big tragedy happens. Not that you have to have a tragedy to know somebody, right. but you know you, you kind of got to see them through other things mm. and, and see their vulnerability. Take a step see back their vulnerability. Yeah, and you know with all of us, and again, gay and straight, I mean, we you know everybody comes into their next relationship with baggage yeah. from the mm-hmm. past that they need to try and heal. Right. And, you know, and it's not, it, so, I mean, I do. I mean, I, you know, when you leave a relationship, you know, I don't want to be in that type of relationship again. So, you know, I look at what the good qualities of what that relationship was. Those are things that I bring to the table. And hopefully we'll find someone else that will, that we will complement each other. But, you know, if someone that I'm interested in is, now you guys are going to slam the shit out of me right now. <laughs> <clears throat> that if... They're, you know, they're not in the same place that I am. You know, I will try and help them through that if I love them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I know that's not like everyone. Oh, that's not healthy. Do you mean spiritually? Spiritually, you know, spiritually, because we're all at different levels spiritually. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, I've been on the quest for spirituality since I was twenty-one. You right. know, um, you know, I was raised Catholic. Um, not proud of that one. Um, but I was raised Catholic, but you know, you find your own way, you know, when you're, I I came here alone, you know, when I was 20, I didn't know anyone. Um, the people who I went to law school with, I couldn't stand. So I really stayed on my own and started going to like the psychic eye and, and going, there was no online then, but you know, going, (laughs) finding out where groups were about spirituality and learning and reading, um, just to keep focused and balanced, probably because I was scared shitless. Mm. You know, I was scared shitless and I needed some grounding and balance. And I also, because I have an ego a little bit, I didn't want to admit failure. Because oh. I didn't want to go back to New Jersey. Who the fuck wants to go back to New Jersey? <laughs> Hi, New Jersey. Um, but it was not for me. I never felt comfortable there. Mm. I always wanted to move to California. So, yes, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you find people that are spiritually untuned. You know, I also believe, because I believe in spirituality, you don't, you find people, people come into your lives for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really do. And some people know what that reason is, those more spiritually attuned, and then the ones that want to be spiritually attuned don't necessarily know what it is. So you've got, 
you know, two people that obviously have a connection, whether it's friendship or relationship, but there's just something not connecting. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it will never connect. At that, that point, you have to sit there and go, okay, step back. I want this person in my life. This is what, the right person, wrong time. I love that uh, quote that says, are you, have you, um, are you still confusing your soulmate for a life lesson? <laughs> or for a lesson, which sometimes it goes back to what you said. We meet people for a reason. And sometimes it, you like speaking from my own experience, I thought this one person was my soul, like love of my life, soulmate. And it was really a life lesson. But there are more, you know, we have more than one soulmate. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, my psychic and, you know, I go to a few. Um, <laughs> I mean, they I know about each other. They do. They're, they're all friends. Um, they predicted it. It's like they all have different. You're going to get another Yeah, exactly. They all have different <laughs> styles. So it's like when I'm, when I'm dealing with stuff, I'll call one. And like, yeah, so, But like I have four soulmates. I have met all four of them. They have been the biggest loves of my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not with any of them. Do you mean soulmate romantically of any of these, or yeah. just only like because you can have soulmates that aren't that, right. romantic? So yeah, okay. So all four, these all had four, four romantic soulmates, and like that's people it. who I'm are done. meant to be in right. your life. Sometimes you just they just turn up, they keep turning up. They're just mm-hmm. meant to be there. Uh, yeah, uh, five is my lucky number. So I'm you think you got there's five? There's a fifth one. I haven't even there you really go. met one. Man. I I don't want to meet my soulmate. I want to meet my twin flame. Yeah. Oh no. You know oh, yeah. no, it, it's lame. it's all about for me the physical the connection, the mental connection, the emotional connection, but it's that spiritual connection that just locks but the two people in. But do you realize that the worst relationships are meeting your twin flame? Why why is that? Because that's a piece oh, of you. Right. Right. Is that like for but some reason so you deep. can never be with them? Like is throughout history you keep like no, repeating you Is this a lesbian thing? Because I've never heard of it. <laughs> twin flame. Tell us what a twin flame is. A twin flame Maybe. is you share the same soul. So it's like there's one soul that and you separate branched it. Off, branched yeah. off. Mm-hmm. And you continually find and there's always with the with the twin flame, um, a, st- a stable one and a runner. And that's the way the whole relationship will be. You'll have the stable one, and then the, the runner will get really close, and then when it freaks out because they notice something oh, in you, that because was me and my ex. they run. <laughs> they run because you are sharing the same thing, and usually one of them is one of them is more dominant. The more solid one is the dominant. The other one isn't. But it's, it's, it's when it is only when the runner can really understand and face what their lesson is, the strength that they can get from you, will you truly meet up again? Be joined and actually have a good relationship. That's hmm. two fire signs. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Fire signs are amazing. I'm the runner. <laughs> I, I know. That's really interesting. But Tanya, you run real slow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I own my tattoo. My tattoo, smile, breathe, go slowly. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's that deep, deep, deep connection that's going to keep me with somebody. It just is. Well, that well, should be, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I think what hurts some people is they go into something looking for that. It's like you meet a person and go, okay, you do you have yeah. any of these boxes I can check that will make you be my, mm-hmm. my friend, my soulmate, my partner, whatever? Yeah. And I think as opposed to just meeting a person like you know like if you meet a person when you're with someone you say there's no sexual tension then you get to know that person, correct right? right where sometimes when people are single it's just a weird thing i think people well, but that's tend why, to look for but that's why a lot of people a lot of friends of mine the, the people the partners that they actually stuck with and are long term they started out as friends right. yeah but was there no spark there from the beginning i but, know there but you can't you're in a friend zone 
I know, but I mean, I don't but know you, about but those people, relationships. But, I, I don't know. I'm single. Don't I don't think I'm ever in the friend zone. zone. Uh, when you're a friend zone, it's really Jenny, hard to you're get like out. Hot. No, <laughs> sorry. sorry. I want to be because it'll make zone. a turn. I mean, you know, when you're in a friend zone, you're in a friend zone, and then there's just something you can just tell. It does. You know, you're not sitting here trying to make the difference. You know, going okay, now I want her. But it just is something that suddenly just switches, and it's really subtle. It's in movies. <laughs> it's, it's my life. Be true. I'm in Hollywood. I if see it's them in, in movies. movies. It's in movies. That's true. Something else interesting that you said, Gan, that I want to bring up is, you know, a lot of my exes are like this too. But you, you said just the opposite in that, like, once you've been with somebody, like, you're kind of done with that relationship. You learn the lesson and you move on, right? That's how I am too. But I think almost all of my exes are like the type that will repeat if you give them the opportunity to, like, like for example, my. XX, she, you know, she back and forth. That was two X's, by the way. Yeah. Just in case. Oh, two X's yeah. back. Just in case the last one is listening, it's the one before. And they go back and they go back with the same person. And I'm like, I just don't get I that can't at do all. Because they haven't finished it. their lesson. They still need to learn what yeah. they're learning. But why learn it with the same person that you already had? lessons with i don't get That's, it like you, you can learn it with a new person because you're going to keep repeating it until why you do learn you keep it with this why did they keep going back to the same failed uh, relationship i just don't i'll never you, okay this, this is that, this know? is my theory i'm going to speak for for lesbians but i'm sure well, it no, happens why don't you with just speak for yourself yeah. <laughs> thank you <yeah>. no <laughs> it, it's very common that they try to get a square peg to fit into a round hole and it's like everyone around them can see it's not working out walk away and and just start healing but those two people just keep trying and trying and trying and not it's enough like, fisting it's <laughs> yeah it's like you're beating their head yeah. on the wall and it's like leave get peace and but happiness like, i now. think if you can move beyond that like i'm friends with all my Me too. best friends with uh, most of them you know i mean they're the ones i call when 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 tragedy happens you know so but it's like it, it just seems strange <laughs> to me like to to go move from this relationship that is so much stronger than when we were in a partnership together because it didn't work. So now we're in this friendship that is like so much more beautiful and yeah. so much more amazing and we can be so much more honest with each other and it just fits better. I just like now because when my when my ex, when we used to be together, we would like, she was Cuban and I was Italian. It was like, oh shit. Good um, dancing there. And then we were done, thank you. And then we were done. It's like, get it out, we're done. You know. And now, you know, but then when you're in the relationship and you're doing it, it's this passion, it's this, oh my God. And now when she's on the phone with me and she's yelling at me, I'm like, bye. Right? <laughs> right? The greatest <laughs> feeling ever. <laughs> now, as a straight girl, do you, are you friends with all of your exes? Most of them. Really? Okay. Um, all right, mo most recently, I will not be friends with my last ex. Okay. Well, we won't like him either. Then. But yes, there it is. Yeah, I, I think that's a woman thing. Like no, women no, I, I, can I love be, to be friends, friends with, with exes. The exes. It's just that this. Uh, but yeah. how could you not be friends unless they thing. beat you or they're fucking assholes or cheated on yeah, you? All those things. Yeah. yeah. How could you? I know. Um, how could you not? Yeah, I've never be had any women like that. Yeah. So. But that's what I mean. I haven't either. So you know, you develop this bond with this person. You you go through a lot in life. Why do you have to, unless they did something just so horrific to you, 
you should be able to be friends with. Them. Are you a, friends with your exes? I am. Yeah. yeah. I have a bunch of women that I told that I wanted to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And had that go many years. They were very flattered. I heard that word flattered. <laughs> but no score, huh? No score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tanya. Some of them were married by the time that I told them. To know. a man or a woman? Man. Well, that was that. that never I know, worked. That I've shit fallen never for works. all the wrong ones. So, have you had a girlfriend? I have uh, Thai women. Oh, my first woman That's why you're actually. Going to <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I lived in Thailand. No, I know. No, I lived in Thailand for six years as a teacher. PE teacher there, and I came out of the closet there. Yes, sex ed oh, teacher right. there. Came out of the closet in Thailand. In That's Thailand, yeah. did they do a parade? So the uh, <laughs> one of the American uh, American guys I knew out there that owned do they the, fist there? Owned oh a my bar. God. <laughs> No, you don't have to fish. You have this oh. <laughs> But uh, no, like he uh, he actually, I came out of the closet and never had sex with a woman. He offered to buy me a prostitute. Well, that was kind. That, that is very that common is over there. Wait, it's wait, wait. STD card. I doubt it. Yeah, we so, do it. I spent most of the night actually just, she was like a 22-year-old girl. I never even had sex with a woman. Like, Did she teach you anything? No, but we talked about her little baby that she had all night. That's a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so you didn't do anything you with did, her? I, I bet you I didn't. just touched her body a that little bit. Well, <laughs> like, no, that's cute. I was like, did my he get a refund? Then I had a Thai girlfriend after that, oh, and then a Filipino girlfriend, and then I moved back to California and had a few California chicks. And how'd that go? Uh, I still talk to him. That's good. That's good thing. Yay, okay. I just see my problem. You want to know what my problem is? What's your problem? What? I can't find anyone on my level. <laughs> I think it's that very I attitude. No, no. I can't what find anyone your like level. The uptake, the get, you know, the the wit. Well, that I is why people it. think you and I are together. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you I should mean, be. I no, just, I can't, like, she's too young. I well, if you want to get baked after, <laughs> there you go. It'll bring your level down. No, <laughs> I like It'll being the level down. Your down. Way way now available to you. Now that you're way down here, there's so oh many God. more women. Oh my God, it's weird. It's that like, was hilarious. It's lonely. It's lonely out there. It's lonely Aww. at the top, isn't it? It is lonely. It's when you're so wonderful. Well, when I sit on my balcony and I look out and see my underlings. I go, I'm so fucking lonely. (laughs) Where's Mr. Hitachi? (laughs) But here's the best thing about being lonely. Lonely is just a feeling. That's all it is. Feelings change directions just like the wind changes directions. (laughs) And you may feel, feel lonely a little bit for maybe an hour or maybe a night but the next day everything's fine it's gone like, well yeah i mean okay. moods you can but you the worst is feeling lonely in a crowd like you know what good. my favorite part is this is what this is my favorite thing about a woman because obviously and and you probably have the same thing and, and well most of us are funny i mean i'm just crazy funny there's nothing more that actually gets me excited about a woman is when she gets my humor oh mm. yeah because oh, yeah. I'm a little twisted. Oh, totally. So when yeah. I'm on the phone with them and they're laughing at everything, and not only laughing because they're laughing, they get it. Right. Yes. That to me is... That is a channel. Yeah. That is an absolute And very on. rare. And yeah, very, very rare. rare. Very and very rare. Very rare. You know, and then like usually some of my best friends have really got my humor, but there's, there's a lot of toxicity that goes along with sharp wit. 
Yeah, and what is <laughs> true? It's cruel. <laughs> but it's usually worth it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's usually worth it. But no, I mean, I feel lonely a lot when I go to the, the lesbo events and stuff. <laughs> but you you're know? with me. Like, I, you can't be lonely I with me. Like, I, we had fun Sunday. No, I know. We were the you, loudest I'm table. Coming, I'm coming to one I of just these don't. Events. These are okay. not. Like, I, don't it's feel, fun. I don't feel at home with the party lesbo crowd. Love you guys. Me but either. I, really I do. What do you mean the party lesbo and crowd? You're with like me. The, the, the events, the same people you see all the way. Yeah. There's this one chick that was at the Halloween party when I went as Maleficent. Which I heard was was fabulous. that the girlfriends or the which which party was that one? Which party? Oh, that was the one we went to right after the girlfriends. Party. Okay. Oh, that was okay. amazing. So party. that was interesting. <laughs> so weird. Okay, so I gotta tell that story. Okay, so Tristan, <laughs> Tristan and I were Rock. talking. She's talking to some girl on her left, and I'm I started talking to a couple. One of them was a, right. a very cute butch. Uh, well, I like the butch lesbians, and okay. I oh, mean yeah. she goes by he. But anyway. <laughs> So it's a lot to learn. So yeah, I'm, you know I'm out. To them. I'm, I'm talking to them both, and the other one. Oh, Will, are you showing me as Maleficent? Whoa, yes, check it out. Hot baby, hot. Hotter yeah, than Angelina. Really no, cool. that's awesome. Thank you. So okay, here's the thing. So I'm talking to them, and they're telling me how they're they're a couple, but they're an open relationship. The, the girl was very pretty. Do we I have her picture up there? No, I don't, <laughs> I don't like her. I, I, I we don't want to show that. No, I didn't take pictures of that. I was not attracted to the <laughs> femi girl. I was only attracted to the butch one. She was androgynous. Whatever. Whatever. She She's very hot. Femi. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, they're, I'm, they're sitting in, like one on this side, one on this side, and they're they're just intensely leaning forward like oh. this. And I'm like getting super uncomfortable. I'm, I'm, never, <laughs> I'm like, this is I'm, amazing. I've never Ooh. had a threesome in my life. Me so, either. No, they're amazing. So they're like this, and they're just kind of like, like this. And I'm like, um... I'm sort of getting a threesome vibe from you guys. And you said like, that. Oh, did you say she that? She did. Wow. And they're like, no, why would you think that? And then they're like leaning in closer. And I'm like, oh, God. So <laughs> I said, listen, I don't do that, but I would kiss. I'm thinking to myself, I'd kiss you, the butch one, but then that means I'd have to kiss you, too. But I don't oh, want to hurt her feelings. Man. You think too much. Uh, I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I also didn't want to kiss her. Yeah, but everyone so, kissed. Uh, so, I, so you did kiss both of them? Yes, because, I mean, honestly, I didn't want to. Which one did you enjoy? I love that you're <laughs> fair. The butch one. But, like, you know, I got way more into the butch one, and I felt like, oh, God, that means I have That's why threesomes suck. No. They are amazing. Have you done I can't imagine doing a threesome. I have not either. I, I ever. You're all missing I, out. Just I would like saying. One's you know, enough. I, I, I tried it once and I, I, I like it. In the past, I would have liked to have done it, but now I don't feel oh, like it. No. I'm too old. I can't deal with no, it. No, you're not. That's just no. above and beyond what I could do. And handle. that was such a loving night. Everyone was kissing each other. And all of a sudden, I'm hungry for tacos. I don't know. Shocking. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, when I go out to these lesbian events, like, I just don't. I just stare off in oblivion because I come just, to San Diego lesbian events in San Diego I should because that'll be different every third Saturday Long Beach was different oh when we went to the Long They're Beach party same thing no 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 the Long Beach women they were different they're different they're I different used to go out LA. Long Beach I guarantee you it's, it'll be it's different. It's the party crowd. It's the I, I guarantee yeah. I would enjoy the different. LA. Well, who gives a shit? On November 14th, we're going to take San on Diego. Ventura by Storm. <laughs> yeah. We will go see Jenny, we and will. then we'll go to Patty's on Main Street. Woo! Patty. Woo! 
Was okay. Patty's. Patty's, Patty's is the only is, gay bar, I think, in Ventura. It's the only gay it bar used, in Ventura County. Do you know Martha Davis from the motel and her husband used to own it when they lived there? Patty's? Mm-hmm. I did not know They that. did own that. It was I a rehearsal studio either. in the back. They also do wow. drag queen bingo there, which they is do. very fun. That is what happens oh, on Thursday good. nights there? We're going to take We're going to find down. out, won't okay. we? Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. We're going to find out. So, I just want to say thank you, everyone. We're coming to an end. No way. Yeah. It's no an hour and a half. Way. It's way. been yeah. so much yeah. fun. Um, to the Between the Sheets podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go through this again. Website, betweentheSheetPodcast.com. YouTube, Between the Sheets. Facebook, Between the Sheets. Instagram, QTE Brad. That's me. Um, <laughs> we have, let's see. Um, I, oh, I also want to get a shout out to my Botox doctor, Dr. Rahimi in Westlake Village. I love you and I'll see you in December. You are adorable. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Discount? <laughs> Discount, maybe. Um, <laughs> um, tomorrow, Windsor presents uh, Benefiting Girl on the Run. Look online. Windsor. Windsor Plaza presents. Windsor Plaza actually. presents. Mm-hmm. I just write notes for myself and I can't even fucking read it. Yeah. That's tomorrow, Girls on the Run. More to say, Tammy Hall, and of course, our very own Jenny McNulty will Yay! be there. Sunday, the Barn Ball in Santa Monica. Look, go look at it online. Tickets still available. I'll be there. Tanya. Women Power Tour, the Queen Bees in North Park, San Diego on January 18th. Correct. 2020. Um, the uh, Women Power Tour in San Marcos, Walnut Grove Park on February 1st. Yes. Yeah, big show, big show. Okay, cool. Um, do you guys have any other shows that you want to promote while you're here? Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just tell you again. The It's November 14th. November 14th. This is the second, second Thursday of every every month, and this month is Suzanne Westenhofer's special event, so get there early. It's at 7 o'clock. There's adequate parking, if I recall. And there is plenty of parking, yeah. but it happens at 7, so that's it's early for some people. Well, no, we can go down there. Figure. I know where we can go. We can go the, I know where we can go. You can meet up with us if you want. There's my favorite restaurant. In, one of my favorite restaurants in um, Ventura is... Pan, pan, paradise Pantry, Pantry Paradise. Oh, that place is great. That's amazing. Yeah, that place and is it's great. all organic and stuff. Oh, you should yeah, like yeah, all I'll meet go there. there. Except I don't think they're open for dinner. They're okay, then we can go to like Lure because yeah. Lure is pretty Lure's good awesome. too. Lure, yeah, Lure is awesome. awesome. So we can go down and eat something. Yeah. Is this lesbian food? No, yes. no, 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 no. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> fresh. You're welcome. You're welcome to actually. It's cucumbers. You're welcome to join us, Cara. Me. You're welcome. No bananas. No zucchini. No squash. Nothing shaped anyway. Just fresh fish. <laughs> fish. Um, oysters. Um, oysters. Do you want to talk about our special thing that we're doing for holidays? Your special thing. Our special talk thing? about your I special thing. I want to hear a special holiday. thing. It's <laughs> not happening. But um, uh, the, the thing that we were talking about at the restaurant that we were talking about. It's not happening anymore. It's not happening. <laughs> it's on hold. But what's important that's happening is oh, my 56th birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't have a date yet. Too you don't fr- know your birthday? <laughs> no, my birthday <laughs> My birthday is December 27th, uh, but I'm trying to, a friend of mine have offered, although we I'm were kind November of- November 27th. I know nice. that. Oh, wow. um, we, my friend, we were going to, we were at a Halloween party and my friends kind of offered their house. I'm oh. going to follow up with that. I All did right. the next day just to make sure that we were in drugs. If you need so we entertainment, let me know. Thank you. <laughs> I, I want, I need a DJ. I need a band. <laughs> yeah, I got um, Taco truck. We're gonna have a taco truck. I'm gonna nice. get a taco truck. And I, before you delete me, I want to thank you for having both Jenny and I on. Thank you. I'm not deleting you. Well, I know we're getting ready to end. Thank yeah, but you. you know, I got six minutes. We can talk more shit. Um, but it's my birthday party. <laughs> I'll let everybody know on Facebook. Um, the house is big enough, so you know, a lot of people are gonna be invited. Um, and what else was I gonna say? See, Lesbians will be there. 
Yeah. I think all lesbians. Undoubtedly, my dear. And then we'll have some goddesses, Kara and more goddesses. Tony, obviously, you know, maybe he'll be the token gay man and his boyfriend. But I mean, there are, like Shane. I love gay men. I'm going to invite Shane. You know, Shane, he's our lesbro. He'll be invited. Oh, my God, I love Shane. Shane. Hi, Shane. Hi, Shane. Shane, I will call you and I'll take you to the taping of, well, we'll go hang out at Broke to see Pauly. But 11.15, the next show. Um, my friend Valerie Milano will be joining Hi, us Valerie. from Hollywood Life. Um, and uh, what's her name? Shit. Kim. Kim Sanchez will be back. Yay. Um, Kim started a new cart thing doing food. This is awesome for her, right? Right? Yes. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, she's also an amazing chef and stuff. So if you need some yeah, hookups. I want some tacos. Can you bring she's some tacos? She's not here. She's not here she's making tacos. tacos. Um, but on that show... Um, we Fish have a, tacos. Of course you do. Um, with you know what? Instead of like the green shit, you'll just put you just marijuana put on it. On yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. we, on the fifteenth, we will have a guest, uh, a guest author, um, New York Times best-selling author Joanne Cacciatore. She's not going to be in studio because uh, she's on the East Coast. She'll be calling in live via mm-hmm. Zoom. She has a wonderful book calling Bearing the Unbearable. It's about grief. And I think that's a subject that we all kind of shy away from. But, you know, going into the holidays, a lot of people have a really hard time dealing with grief and loss. And it's not necessarily physical loss or grief. It's, you know, breakups. It's it's lost Mm -hmm. loves. And I think going into the holiday season, you know, maybe she can give us some information and some guidance of how, you know, when people get blue, and you know it's really deep how to get through that so i'm looking forward to that on december the first for the first saturday in december celeste barbieri um All is right. going to be on the show performing yeah that's awesome she'll be one of my performers of queen bees <clears throat> that's correct cool. yeah. so celeste is a power tour, yeah. celeste is a Treat. friend of mine i hooked her up with a producer um a, a producer and mixer and she will be she did a, an ep and that Day when she performs will be the first time anyone hears any songs Ooh, from She's her so EP. She t- I don't know. Oh. She told me not to be announcing that stuff, but okay. I can. So, uh, I can. <laughs> she can give me shit. Um, I don't care. I hooked her up with the people. You um, it's kind of like that law school, but for that would not. So I guess I have a free pass. She's an awesome singer. She performed at my birthday party last year. And then... I don't remember who I have the second thing in December, but my brain is like, oh, for all of you, my mother is doing fine. Thank you. And my cat is doing fine. Yay. So I appreciate that. But I just want to say thank you, Jenny. You are um, thank, yes, you. thank you. Thank you so you, much. Jenny. I look oh, forward to seeing you tomorrow. To you Anytime you're in town yeah. until your podcast Springs boards. Okay, you're always welcome to come join us. As I would love to. One yeah. of the between the sheets, ladies. I would love to. And friend, your voice is too sexy. Well, oh God, yeah. It's gonna be a little better than this. <laughs> so you're always welcome to come on. Well, I mean, you. you know, we do it the first and third. Um, you can always right. text me or whatever. And say, hey, I want to come on. We'll make a room at the table All for right. you. Sounds good. Are uh, you welcome? And uh, I will see you tomorrow. And then Tanya. <laughs> My voice is sexy too. It, it is. Tanya, Tanya needs to get laid. Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing and oh, putting yeah. together what you're doing. I think you know, with you know, your comedy show, your Women concerts, this show. And I, I never tout our own show, but with our show, any anybody, any group that that sort of comes together, and it's not it's not about being separatist, but it's about if we all can sort of come together and support each other, and each of us do that, no matter what we do, then 
we can be more homogenous because it's not about the skin color. It's, it's about the message. And the message is unity. The message is empowerment. Mm -hmm. And we really need to support each and every one of us. Even the people that sometimes piss us off, <laughs> you just got to just, you know, let them go with love. Mm -hmm. Right. You love know? and acceptance. Love and acceptance. Yes. And that's what it is. And Queen Latifah said U-N-I-T-Y. Yeah. And that's the theme of my birthday party, by the way. So, um, yeah. so there. So have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, weekend. We'll see you, you in again. two weeks. Thanks, Tonya. Um, <laughs> and again, anybody um, dealing with the fires and stuff, seriously, please be safe out there. And reach out. And reach out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have a good night. Love Thank you. you. Good night. Namaste. Namaste. Uh, namaste here. <laughs>